Hello, DGF gang. Gang, this is a symbol right here. This is a symbol. DGF gang, we're going to explain it later. Anyways, hey y'all. Welcome back to the Defining God First podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so excited for what we're going to talk about today. And I need this message as much as I believe that the Lord wants other people to receive this message. And I'm just so excited. So I'm going to start off in prayer, y'all. We're going to start off in prayer, God. Thank you, Lord. Okay, here we go. Lord, I just thank you for this day. I just thank you that this is the day that you have made. Lord, I decrease so that you may increase in me. Holy Spirit, have your way and come through and touch, deliver, and set free. Send forth your children to hear a message from you and only you. We desire to hear from you, God. And we just thank you and we will be careful to give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor, God. We just break all assignments and we bind all assignments of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that this episode will be received from whoever you need to hear it, God. And in your son, Jesus name, we pray. Amen. All right. So um, today we're going to talk about God gave me the message. Be yourself. Be yourself. But who are you? Be yourself, but who are you? And this message really hit home for me as well because there was a lot of things that the Lord was dealing with me with and working with me with regarding being myself and who he created me to be and the reason and the purpose of why I'm here on this earth. And I do believe that when we find ourselves in a lost place and when we find ourselves in places that we don't belong, then it is possible that we have lost touch or that we may never even know why we're here on this earth. And we may say, okay, I am myself and that I'm being myself, but you don't know who you are until you meet your creator. How do you know who you are? How have you been yourself if you don't even know why you're here? And the Lord took me through this process of one showing me and having me to realize that you are here on purpose for a purpose. And once we come to the realization that we're here on purpose for a purpose, then we start to realize that some of the things that we were doing in the past did not define who God created us to be for the reason that we're here on this earth. But there was this phase that we can sometimes go through where God is revealing to us who we are and who he created us to be, where there's this period of now we're asking ourselves, okay, what now? For example, for me, I went through a period in a season where I was asking God, okay, what now? What do I do now? And What I mean is, how do I live my life now? God, everything that I was doing before, a lot of things that I was doing before, they did not glorify you. They didn't represent you. These things I thought were fun. I thought that these things were constitute within what fun is. But I'm now learning that what I thought or I called fun was actually the things that were drawing me and pulling me away from you. How do I live my life now? What is fun now? How do I maneuver through this life now? And 
within the Lord speaking to me regarding these different things that I was doing, he had me to realize that living life is being able to wake up every day and fulfill your purpose. Living life and having fun is waking up with an intentionality and understanding and knowing that you are fulfilling your purpose in what God has called you to do on this earth. Having fun and living life is knowing that you could go and be free and travel and experience the earth and what God created and see the beautiful creations of the world. Ooh, thank you, God. That is fun. There's a lot of these temporary satisfactions, things that the world calls fun, but they only are fun for a moment. And temporary satisfaction is not fun because it leaves you empty. Fun is anything that brings fulfillment and that will bring life and that will bring cultivation into your spirit. And the only way that we can have fun and live life is if we are living life the way that God ordained it to be. So within this, God had me to realize that, you know, he's just slowly, slowly showing me the things that are actually fun within showing me who he created me to be. Let's go through some scriptures that the Lord gave to me. The first one is, the Lord brought this to me, and it's 1 Peter 2, verse 9. I'm reading out the New King James Version. But you are a chosen generation, a world priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. When God was first revealing to me who I am, the first thing he had me to do was look up the meaning of my name. He had me to look up what Dominique means and what it stands for, because a lot of times you can find a lot of meaning and purpose in what your name is. When we look in the Bible, we realize that their name held weight. Their name was significant to who they were and what they were called to do on the earth. Moses means I think it's out of the water. So, yes. So Moses means to pull out, draw out of the water. And we all know that Moses was drawn. Well, if you don't know, we know that Moses was drawn out of the water. Okay. And. Yes. Okay. So our name holds weight. And when Moses came forth to God and when when God told Moses to go forth to my people and tell them that I am have sent you, that's why Moses said, well, you know, just asking him, well, who should I say have have sent me? Who should I tell them that sent me? And God said, I am. Tell them that I am have sent me. And there's weight and there's meaning to that. I am. I am all that you need me to be. I am your provider. I'm your protector. I'm your comforter. I'm your confidant. I'm your best friend. Whatever you need me to be. I'm your healer. Our name holds weight. And we can find a lot of meaning within that. And as God began to reveal to me my name, he then began to reveal to me different gifts and different things that set me apart and that were aligned to who he called me to be and why I was on this earth. 
And the next scripture we're going to go to is Ephesians 4 chapter, no, Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 through 12. And it says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So we all have gifts. God has gifted, given us gifts and there's a list of more that we can go through. But in Ephesians 4 verses 11 through 12, it names the fivefold ministry gifts. And we have to understand that God has given us all spiritual gifts. And within these gifts, there's different there's different complexities and cultivation that God wants to bring out of us for the edifying of the body, for the deliverance of the saints, for us to go forth and be the light. But before we can even do that, we have to do that in our own self. We have to understand who we are before we can ever be the light in any environment. We have to be the light in our own life before we can ever be the light in another place. And I just think it's so beautiful how the Lord speaks to us and he ministers to us to have us to believe this. And one thing that the enemy does is he comes up against everything that God has created us to be. Everything that God gave to me that was a gift that was beautiful, the enemy came and spoke against it and had me to feel uncomfortable and had me to feel insecure about the things that God intended to use for his glory. And we have to realize that there are things that we have that God has given us that will be able to reach people our yes is so important our yes to God is so important because there is a there's a community there's a people that God has set aside for you that only you or only you know us only you can basically um reach and Anytime that I would be myself and anytime that I would go forth out within boldness, confidence, goofiness, because that, those are that's kind of who I am. No, not kind of. That's who I am. I'm bold. I'm confident. I'm goofy. And I will always get ridiculed, always get ridiculed. And it will be from individuals sometimes that are close to me. And this can a lot of times create insecurities but God had been dealing with me and having me to realize that he needed me to be exactly who he created me to be. And a lot of times when we get in these phases where we feel as if, you know, we should change or sometimes people don't come to Christ because they feel like they need to change who they are. But God helped me to realize you don't have to change who you are. You have to change the things that you are doing that is separating you from him. Before I came to Christ, there was a lot of things that I thought I was going to have to change about who I am. But I realized that I stayed the same. But I just stopped doing certain actions and certain things that were drawing me away from God. There were certain habits that I had to let go of that did not define who God created me to be. There were certain things that I had to grow in because 
that was hindering me from stepping forward and growing within my faith. Maturity is not only within the natural, but it is within the spirit as well. We should not desire to stay at the same level. We should always desire to grow and and move forward, not only in our natural life, but in our spiritual life. It is very important. It is pretty vital for us to understand that we have to move forward and we should move forward and we move forward and we should move forward because our yes and our and our cultivation and our drive and our willingness to move forward will allow the individuals and the people in our environment to be uplifted and for life to be birthed within the individuals within our environment not only also within ourselves too we're either building ourselves and our environment up or we're tearing it down And people don't realize that if they are not doing anything and if they're staying complacent, you're within the spectrum of tearing down yourself and the people within your environment. You will only know how detrimental a lack of intentionality is if you're the byproduct of it. When you're the byproduct of someone else's selfishness to not be intentional to ensure that their life continues to move forward and that they're continuing to follow in God. Has hurt. When you're the byproduct of that, then you'll have a different aspect on life. It hits different when everything that somebody else lacked or didn't do affected you. it is different when someone's lack of love and inability to not be selfish hinder you rather than them jesus Mm. a lot of individuals are doing things and they're being selfish and they're only caring about themselves but They don't realize that within those decisions that they're not affecting not only themselves, but they're affecting their environment way more than themselves. It is not until you come into a revelation and an awakening where you see that your lack of intentionality affected everyone around you. Your lack of intentionality, your lack of willingness to be a better person and to be close to God is affecting you and your environment our lack of intentionality and our lack of willingness to be better and be close to god is affecting us in our environment who are you and it is okay to be yourself when we say yes to god people are not going to agree with what god is telling you to do There are times where people will come against you and it is the enemy. And we have to bind that in the name of Jesus because we have to be exactly who God created us to be. And we're not going to let a spirit of Pharisee, a spirit of doubt, a spirit of unbelief come against who God has created us to be. 
because who God created us to be is going to breathe and bring forth life into this earth is going to bring forth life into your environment is going to bring life into you and it's going to drive and bring purpose so we cannot allow anyone to get in the way of what God has called us to be Jesus said my sisters and my brothers are the ones that do the will of my father and if you have individuals that are in your environment and they're not following God and if they are against what God has called you to do then they're indeed not your family they're not your friends and that's okay because we pray for them and God has a plan for them as well but we cannot allow any individuals get in the way of what God has called us to do because then they have and they will become an idol whatever we cannot let go of is basically an idol if we are contemplating between doing what God has spoken to us to do or do what this individual or the world is telling us to do you are now basically coming up against following God or idolizing something that is not going to bring fulfillment are these decisions hard yes they can be challenging but with God's spirit and with the power of God and through prayer and through faithfulness this too shall pass so (laughs) that's it for today um i just thank god that and i pray that there will be strength and that there will be confidence that comes forth within you as you continue to move forward and as you continue to walk in your purpose and as you continue to walk with God because God has called us to be a chosen generation and he has many blessings for us that he desires for us to have but they are going to come as we continue to walk with Jesus these blessings and these miracles that God has for us he desires for us to have them but we have to ensure that we come forth with a heart postured to receive his love and grow a a everlasting relationship with him. That is life. Being close with God, being close to God is life. It is fulfillment. It is fun. And who Jesus said free is free indeed. It's no better feeling to know that you're free. And no one can come up against you. No one can tell you what you're not going to do, what you're going to do, because you follow God, the one and true living God, the all powerful God. So if anyone tries to come up against you and what God has told you to do and what God created you to do, he will deal with them. He deals with anyone that comes up against his saints and who he has called forth. So I love you and God loves you so much more.